Chapter 1. Fight or Flight Aren't you getting tired of this? The lithe, elven woman said. She used Dexter's shoulder as a pillow and looked up at him. Tired of this? I don't know what you're used to, but where I'm from, men don't grow tired of this kind of thing. The captain of the Voidhawks smirked. She slapped his trim belly. I don't mean me. I mean this back-and-forth trading. Dexter grunted, then shrugged his free shoulder. Been making some solid gold. After a moment of thought, he added, Safe, too. The swords are getting dull around here. Jenna nodded, her blonde hair tickling Dexter's cheek. I know. It was nice, but it's getting boring. Boring? He felt it, too. But moving on meant risking things that had become more important to him than he'd ever imagined. The others whining, too. Jenna sat up in bed, stretching as she did so. The sheets fell away from her, allowing Dexter to marvel at her slim and toned athletic beauty. She turned to look at him and rolled her eyes. Get that look out of your eyes, or we'll never get out of here. He grinned. They don't talk as much as they used to, she admitted, stepping out of bed and standing up. Not to me, at least. Dexter rolled on to his side to watch her slide her britches on. He laughed and said, They talk. You're not listening. You're too busy sleeping with the captain. She favored him with a disdainful look. Dexter laughed again. Her pose, one hand on a clothed hip and her shoulders cocked, only served to enhance her naked upper torso and the attractive charms he had just sampled. Making up for lost time she told him, before slipping on a vest in a meager attempt at modesty. I'm not complaining. No, finally you're not, she admitted. Keep acting like this, and maybe I'll give you a reason to complain. Dexter laughed again and rose to get dressed. Don't worry, I've been thinking it was near time to move on. Deepingdale has ships enough trading with it. Spoken like a true merchant, Jenna teased. Dexter opened his mouth to retort, but Jenna opened the door and was out before he could defend himself. Scowling, he followed the elf and wondered why he let himself get caught up in such a complicated relationship. Well, it wasn't really that complicated. He was a man, and she was a woman, and they cared very deeply for one another, in spite of their differences. The tricky part was he was the captain and she was his mate. First mate, that is. Up on the deck, they could see a slowly growing ball of blue and green ahead of them. We'll be there soon, Dexter said, glancing briefly at the sails of the Voidhawk. Four, maybe five hours. Then what? Jenna asked, her eyes watching the crew as they tended the sails and rigging. A straight course between ports required little work between tacks against the solar wind, if even that was necessary. The winds were with them this time, allowing the deck to run on a skeleton crew. Fair-haired and fairer of skin, Willa sat on the deck whittling on something she'd carved from a block of wood with her good hand. The carving was wedged between her knees, since her other arm ended just below the elbow. Roche and Kashira worked the sails, though Roche was lackadaisical about it and spent most of his time talking with Willa and the other woman. The raven-haired beauty 
hauled the heavy lines and drew the sails taut with the strength of three normal men. She worked without pause or fatigue because she was a construct, created from the magic of a depraved wizard with a taste for submissive women of a natural beauty. Dexter had freed her of a future of servitude, only to unwittingly end up binding her to himself. It was on his list of things to do, finding a way to undo the bond, and let her have the freedom she deserved. Then we see what else there is to see, Dexter said, somewhat wistfully. You have something in mind, then? she asked, hearing the tone in his voice. Dexter straightened. We've found a fair bit of things that ain't been found in a while. Why not see what else there might be?